Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one-on-one at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to episode sixty-seven. A one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, and we got a special one for everybody today. You know, especially for my Amelia uh, uh, family, fan base, whatever you want, Raider Pride, Raider three sixty-five, you name it. We got a special one today, as we have uh, my man, uh, Amelia Raider alumni. You know, I mean, all, all district, all state, all. I, mean, I could go on with all the accolades. We got our man. Long snapper for the Virginia Tech Hokies, number 99, Justin Pollock. Justin, how are you doing today, brother? And welcome to one-on-one. Yes, sir. I'm doing great. Uh, appreciate you having me here. Thank you. Oh, man, it's an honor, man. You know, it's always nice to sit back and chat uh, with uh, uh, one of my fellow Amelians. I think I'm saying that, right? I could be saying that wrong, too, <laughs> so you know how that go. But, uh, yeah, man, so glad to have you on. And, you know, everybody knows that I'm a cavalier fan and i know don't hold that against me don't hold that against me (laughs) everybody knows i'm a cavalier fan don't hold it against me but you know like i said the other day you know i said when it comes to tech there's there's one part of tech that i always cheer for and that's you my friend so once again glad to have you on yes sir now with that being said we're going to start off the show the way we always start off the show ladies and gentlemen and that is with the check-in All right, so Justin, we're going to check in on you, man. Obviously, things have been uh, probably very interesting over the last couple of years, especially with the pandemic, everything going on, you know, just dealing with everything we've been through. Uh, Just kind of want to, you know, check in on you, your family, your friends. How's everybody doing? How's Justin doing right now? I'm doing great. Like I um, told you earlier, I'm living the dream right now. Um, I just moved in with my hopefully future-to-be wife. Um, Yeah. My family's doing great. Everything's on the upside right now, so it's awesome. Another Amelia great, you know, with those shout out to the other Amelia great that uh, the, the future, the future, Miss Pollock, you know, we got, can't wait to see that go down, man. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Also at Tech with you, if I'm not um, mistaken, Cheers. correct? Awesome. Cheers. Awesome. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Now, let's get into the passion for sports, man. I, I want to know about six seven eight year old justin man like where did that passion for sports come from like that first moment you was like oh man sports is going to be my life do you remember that that first moment uh where you knew uh, sports would be your passion you know when um as soon as i could walk i was throwing a baseball um playing football my dad took me to every single thing that i did growing up and that was where it mainly started as a relationship with my dad because my dad's always been the hardest person on me ever. And that's where, why I am where I am today because um, of him. But uh, that's pretty much where it started is just me and my dad's bonding and him taking me to everything 
um, that I did. And he was always there and, and my mom as well. But like I said, all the hard times, dad was always there for me. And that's what pretty much sparked that love for sports. So, okay. And see, that's the thing. Like, you know, when we grow up, um, everything is kind of like, what's the word I want to use? You know, when you grow up in, the, in that small town, sometimes people look at mm-hmm. it as like, you know, but in our area, you know, sports is life. You know, we, we do mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, you know, you got baseball around there. Obviously, baseball is huge in Amelia. Uh, mm-hmm. And then football is, is obviously right there with it. So, you know, growing up around that time frame and, and being able to, you know, kind of do your thing uh, mm-hmm. down there and, and kind of learn and kind of grow is, is always a pretty good deal. Now, you know, you've been um, you, you, you um, have now been at tech for a couple of years now, but I kind of mm-hmm. want to know your journey. Like, I, I want people to know the journey for those young million people out there that say, man, like, man, I can't make it, man. I can't take it to the next level. I can't do this. I can't do that. And then they see people like yourself that mm-hmm. is a shining example. Can you take us on your journey from being an Amelia Raider to a Virginia Tech Hokie? So when I was in high school, I had the option, you know, I was pretty decent at linebacker and tight end. Um, I had 13 D2 offers to play linebacker and tight end, and it actually moved me to a defensive end as well, just depending on whatever school I went to. Um, and I had two Division One offers to play uh, long snapper, which was Old Dominion mm-hmm. and um, Virginia Tech. And I just did a lot of praying, and something in my head just kept going, telling me to go to Virginia Tech. So – after I decided that, I came to Virginia Tech, never got one opportunity my freshman year. Just going to throw that out there. Um, really messing my mind a little bit. Did I really want to do this? And it wasn't really myself that kept me in it. It was me wanting to show the kids at home, you know, you can do this. And J.J. Watts says a quote in one of his videos all the time. He always says, he was like, I want to be the number one defensive player in the league. And they were like, there's no way you're going to do that as a defensive end. He's like, why not? So that's what I say all the time. I said, why not? Um, and I can, I say all the time as well, I control what I can control. So I couldn't control that one getting an opportunity. So I just did all I could just to be the best player I could be. So went through freshman year, didn't play a snap, didn't even get a practice rep, never got an opportunity. Like I said, just keeping faith, next year comes along. Um, that was COVID year. So. First game of the season, I'm three deep. Um, I'm actually supposed to be – so I was three deep when I first got there. Um, And then after that, the second string transfer. So I'm second string. And I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Then a starter from UVA comes in and knocks me back down to three string. So, you know, like I said, my mindset just hits rock bottom again. But, you know, my parents and all of them just tell me just to keep keep my head up and do what I can do. So – First game of the season was when COVID hit, 2020. Um, On that Monday, the starter and the second string test positive for COVID. So I'm starting against NC State out of nowhere. I'm a redshirt freshman. I'm starting. I just get thrown into the fire. So long story short, there's a lot of um, ins and outs to it. I get to the field, and – the starter's there in the locker room. Oh, no. Wait a and minute. <laughs> I was like, buddy, I thought you had co- – it was a long story. Long story short, like I said, <laughs> sophomore year, didn't play. Right. So that's two years. And me coming from Mead County being the – I hope I'm the man. But 
um, <laughs> feeling like I was the man, You're the man. Going, You're the man. To, <laughs> going to rock bottom <laughs> and not playing a snap of football in two years. Like, and I, was, I said this a few times, that does a lot to your mentality. Like, right. it really makes you want to, you know, fold up and go cry in your corner. But like I said, um, 2020, didn't play a snap. Junior year, um, same thing happened. I got some opportunities in practice, and I felt like I did really well. Um, I actually went 100% for perfect snaps in mm-hmm. the spring and fall. Still didn't get opportunity. I had the number one kid. I don't know if you know Oscar Shadley. He was the number one snapper um, in the country. So pretty much my plan was I knew it was going to be pretty hard to play until my senior right. year. So um, what is that? 2021, didn't play a snap. Right. So that's three years from going from high school playing every single snap to going three years out playing one. So this is where the rock bottom really hit rock bottom. And I was just like, do I really want to do this? And I even went to my coach. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And he says that I'm just right there. I'm just not quite there yet. So I made a commitment like I did where we can go back to high school. When I was a junior in high school, I told myself that I'm going to play college football. So um, some people may know they go there at 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night. I'm in there snapping, grinding, because that's what it takes. Right. Other people are out on Friday nights. you know, party partying with their drink, friends, yeah, party doing whatever. Yeah, not me. I go play a baseball game, come back and snap in my uniform in my front yard. That's just what it. That's what it takes. Um, every single second that you don't take advantage of, somebody else is getting better than you. So, I kind of got comfortable in those first two years, being like, you know, I'm here, you know, I'm, I'm high, whatever. And um, junior year, that clicked. And that summer, I said, I'm going to snap every single day so I can be the best player I can be. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Oscar graduates. My coach gets fired. So my coach gets fired that I've been there for three years. He recruited me, all that. And I'm just like, what the heck? So um, Coach probably gets hired, which is the best thing that probably could have ever happened to me, honestly. He hires a great staff. Um, he come, Stu Holt, he was a um, special teams coordinator at – Louisville last year. He comes and he watches all of us snappers snap. And I got put in the starting role when I snapped in front of him one time. So I've been here for three years snapping in front of, with the same kids and never got an opportunity. And then all of a sudden I snap one time in front of somebody new and I get put to the starting role. Just going to leave that out there to soak for a little bit. But yeah. um, <laughs> like I said, so then, you know, getting used to a new scheme, um, had a really good spring. It was a lot of ups and downs because I don't want to give away. You'll see against Old Dominion, I can't really give too much. But right, right, um, right. But doing something, it's whole new world to me. So, which I'm pretty good at now. So I had an okay spring, and this fall camp has just been fire. All the pieces of the puzzle came together, and I've just been on fire. So now Excited. we're just on the road to Old Dominion and ready to show it, put it on tape. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, now Old Dominion's going to be like, why didn't he come here? Oh, man. I, know. <laughs> I wish he was here. But, they're you know, lost. man, <laughs> and, and they're lost. And, you know, but Virginia Tech's game. And, you know, it's so amazing, man. Like, for those people out there, when you listen to that story, people could easily give up. Man, forget this. You know how many times we hear stories? One season. One season of not playing. Guys said, man, I'm out of here, man. I'm going to go transfer because I want to play. It takes a special person to take a step back and say, you know what? This is the best place for me. 
I just got to put myself in position. And that's what you did. And now you're sitting here in your junior year, still with another year to go. And, and you're sitting here in your junior year. And now you have an opportunity. Unless you get the super senior power. Do you get super senior power? You get super senior power. So you get three years. Okay. So you get up to three years left here. And, you know, for those people out there that say, oh, man, I can't look at this. You know, Justin shows you, you know, that you can persevere and make it through. And now you're the starter. You're ready for make to make things happen for the 2022 season. Now, with mm -hmm. that being said, let's get into that 2022 season. Now, this team last year, six and seven, you know, not, you know, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of Virginia Tech fans in this area, just in the, in the state in general. And they're not mm -hmm. used to seeing six and seven seasons. Uh, you know, uh, did make the bowl last year, tough loss in the um, pinstripe bowl against Maryland. What is going to be different, in your opinion, this year for this 2022 Virginia Tech Hokies team? What's the vibe? What are you, what are you feeling heading into this season? So last year, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it one bit. It was kind of like everybody does their own thing. Mm -hmm. um, everybody knew the coach was on his way out. So it was kind of a we're just going to lay down kind of deal. I'm just mm -hmm. going to do my own thing. This year, Coach Pry has came in and has, in my opinion, flipped it around. He doesn't care who you are or what. He's going to make sure everybody is doing the standard, and the standard's a standard. And um, I think it's going to be great. I really do. Um, like I said, the communication, um, we actually have a five set of fundamentals we go by every day, and the main one is um, communication. And he just – just the way – he carries himself every day and the way he carries the program just completely flipped it around. So overall, I think it's going to be great compared to last year. Yeah. I'm not going to make you do predictions because we're not, I'm not putting yourself in that position. <laughs> we're, we're not going to do that, but what I will, I, but I do, you know, it, it was funny because when the hires, both Virginia and Virginia tech at the same time, looking for coaches uh, mm -hmm. and a lot of people were like, well, what where the future of the state of Virginia right now? The two top schools in Virginia are like, you know, in a, in a, in a world spin, but then two great hires in my opinion. And then coach um, pride, uh, coming from Penn State, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and you know he has he had some Virginia Tech connects, correct? If I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. he, he went to Tech, right? He he was a graduate assistant, I think, in '95 uh, or something like that. So right around that time, yes, sir. Awesome, I, you know. So now looking at this Virginia Tech team, you know, I, you know, uh, you know, UVA comes into town this year, and mm -hmm. obviously, you you know, Tech has had their number tremendously since 2004 yeah. uh you know and you know with that you know with virginia coming back or uh, coming back to blacksburg uh I, mean, I know you don't probably mark games on your calendar or maybe not you know every game one game at a time but mm. how special is the rivalry between virginia tech and virginia to you it is honestly insane like um i've like i said i've never played a snap in it but just watching the difference in the crowd, Blacksburg in general, mm -hmm. um, the team, it's just, I know, like I said, just another game, but it's just like when you win that game, it's just a tremendous feeling compared to when you beat anybody else. Right. We could beat Alabama, and I think it would still be hyper to beat Virginia. Every it's season. different. It's, it's, it is. It is. It's just, yeah. It's the but, bragging uh, it's rights. Awesome. It's the bragging rights, brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just so much tradition behind it, like we said. Um, but yeah, it's 
it's awesome compared to anything else. So I, I was at the game last year, um, um, and in Charlottesville, and I just remember there was a lot of <laughs> a lot of Virginia fans mad. Yeah. Um, at your at your intern coach at the time, he breaks out the stogie. I ain't yeah. gonna lie to you. Even <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I said, "Man, that's rough." But you know what, though, you you got to win the game, and you stop those things from happening. And so, I mean, um, you know, it's it's such a great rivalry. Uh, I can't wait for the installment again this year in Blacksburg because there's nothing like Sandman, and that's coming mm-hmm. from a Virginia fan here. Like yeah. I, I've been a couple times. Not you know, I went to the uh, Richmond Virginia Tech game last year, mm-hmm. and I remember sitting there. And even in the daytime, I was like, man, this different. This it's, mm-hmm. it's just got a different feel to it. it so is. I know I know you can't wait uh, for that first uh, uh, home game of the season, first game of the season, and home game of the season. Um, but with that being said, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to move to our next segment. It is time for quick ones. All right, everybody. I hope you're ready for the Justin Pollock edition of Quick Ones here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network one on one. And so, with the quick ones for those who, for the first time, if you're you know listening for the first time here on Quick Ones, when I ask Justin a question, it's gonna give me a you know an answer. Uh, and you know, it can be long if you want it, Justin, or it can be short. That's completely up to you. There is no wrong answers in quick ones because you know what? They're your answers. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's get started with the Justin Pollock edition of quick ones here on one-on-one. First one, your favorite sports moment. My favorite sports moment. Hmm. Even though we did lose this game, um, Gooseland district championship. Oh, High school senior year. Oh, oh, that man. was one of my favorite games of all time. Just yeah. watching absolutely the whole town of Amelia there support us was just absolutely Great. insane. That was that was the my favorite sports moment of all time. Man, I I remember the build up to that game. The whole like just like even the week because everybody knew it was happening. It was what nine and oh versus nine and oh. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and it was a tough way to, you know, it was a great game though. Like from mm-hmm. beginning to end, like Amelia was in it at the end. They had opportunities. Uh it was never at a point where I felt like, oh, this game's gonna no, the game was the energy level was just different. And being able to call the game myself was just I I, I get cold chills when you bring it up because I, know, was, I just got them too. I know, man. I I, just, I, re- I just remember how the energy I remember looking. Because the game, I believe, was like at five o'clock. They did it on like five yeah. o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. And I remember looking around the field and I said, man, this reminds me of when I was a kid and we had home, like big homecoming games. Mm-hmm. And when I mean, we were just stacked all the way through. And it, it was just, it was good energy. One day we're going to get them. Uh, <laughs> one day we're going to get them. Yeah. Uh, Gooseland's going to get theirs. Don't, don't worry, Gooseland. We, we haven't forgotten and it will happen at some point. Don't worry. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was definitely a great game. Uh, I, I remember it like it was yesterday, man. You played your butt off in that game, and you was all over the field in that game. It was like, like yeah, 87 I, tackles, some dumb I number mean, like it that. It was crazy. I remember <laughs> it like it was yesterday. I think we lost by two, didn't we? It was um, uh, it was it was like 20, it was like 27, 25. It was something. It, it was, it was, it was something. Yeah, it was a weird, it was weird. Yeah. It was definitely an odd number, and I just remember saying like, man. But, you know, very proud fun. of the guys. Very proud fun. of the guys. Won a playoff game the following week, you know, mm-hmm. you know, had a, a, a tough game against I think it was Picosa in the um yeah in the semifinals. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, you know, uh, but it was definitely definitely a fun uh moment. Next one, I hate to do this to you, but the worst sports moment. Hmm. My last game of my high school career. Um 
the momentum was already going down a little mm-hmm. bit because we were getting a kick to us. Mm-hmm. And I was running the ball and I I got hit and I fumbled for the first time ever. <laughs> but um, like you said, you live and you learn. You live and you so, learn, brother. <laughs> you, you live, live and you learn. We, we, we move on from there. Next one on quick ones. Favorite athlete growing up? J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt's an amazing guy, isn't he? I, I The things he did for Houston a couple of years ago, just mm-hmm. a, amazing human beings. Forget the athlete, just an amazing human being. Yep, and just the amount of adversity that he goes through. And still, like, he has the same mindset as I do. And that's what I try to stay positive in everything I do. So, And hence, so um, I'm guessing that's why the number 99 is in place there. I, I would guess, right? That was that was a coincidence, but I'm really? very happy it was. It was, yeah. But I'm, <laughs> I'm glad. I, I never asked to change. I love it. That's <laughs> a it's a very happy incident, especially if JJ watched your favorite growing up. It was like, hey, mm-hmm. look, there we go, there we go. Next one, it's game day. What are the top three songs on your playlist? Hmm. See, I'm kind of a weird dude. I listen to country and rap at the same time and nothing wrong weird with that go ahead and what you got <laughs> the song the song uh we ready that's one of my favorite songs that i listen to mm-hmm. um and then i love listening <laughs> this is gonna be so weird i listen to alan jackson before games so hey the legend he he is one of my favorite him and george Strait. so i wouldn't say a particular song because i just love his hearing his voice mm-hmm. but um those three artists, or the, the one song and the two artists, I just put on a mix. So I can I can, I can see it, that. You it, get, it gets me. It's not really about a hype thing for me. It just gets me in a good mood. So put you in a good mindset. I if, I'm not gonna lie to you. So if it was me and I don't know a lick of Spanish, I probably would be listening to Selena. I love uh-huh. Selena's music, man. And I'm just mm-hmm. I'd be in the house and I don't know none of it, but it's just her style, it's her singing voice, and like you said, yep. it puts you in a good mindset heading yep. into the game. All right, here come two fun ones, two fun ones. Uh, last two on quick ones. Next one, worst food you ever had? <laughs> I went to a uh, – there's a restaurant in Blacksburg. I'm not going to say the name so I can put it on blast. <laughs> don't, do, don't hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but me and my girlfriend went, and people I told her – because you don't, you just don't get meatloaf at a restaurant. Right. It's right. just not something you get. So – Somebody told her the meatloaf was really good, so she got in and tried it, and it was terrible. Like, never again, never again, never again. That's hilarious. Last one, on, last one on quick ones. There's a movie of your life. Who plays you? And name two key actors that you would like to see in the movie. Hmm. Huh. So there's a movie and who plays you? That's a, two yeah. other key actors. Okay. <laughs> so JJ Watt would have to be in it. Okay. All right. Okay. So JJ Watt's in there. Okay. Then if I had to pick another dude, um, he's another player on the team. He's one of my best friends. His name's Luke Bustle. He'd probably play me because we're almost alike. And he's okay. a little bit more cut up than me, too. So, <laughs> you got to make um, you look good on camera, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And probably. Probably my dad, because you got to have the one person sitting there yelling at you the whole time. 
awesome. during the movie. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Got to give dad some love there. Dad's got to get in the movie. Most yeah. definitely. All right, everybody. That was a Justin Pollock version of quick ones here on one on one. And uh, before we go, we have to do one quick thing. And that is. All right, Justin, we want you to leave your legacy, my man. Look, question at hand is this. When you leave tech, uh, when you uh, move on to the next spot, uh, what are you doing? What type of legacy do you want to leave behind at Virginia Tech? And if, if, and if there's any type of project or anything you have going on, please let us know about it. Um, the legacy I'd like to leave um, is like, don't. Let me think about this. Don't let um, a rough roller coaster ruin the whole ride for you. Right. Does that make sense? So, um, like I said, my first three years, I went from being the man to being at rock bottom. Just keep grinding through it all. I want to be able to um, show that anything is possible that you do in life as long as you put your mind to it. And that's what people say about me a lot. If I put my mind to something, I'm going to do it. So put your mind to something and don't give up until you get it. So that's that's what legacy I want to leave that um anything's possible. So awesome. 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 Anything special we got going on other than game one of the season? Anything we need to know about? Just getting ready for hunting season, trying to. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right, yeah. everybody. That is that's it. That is it for episode 67 here on one on one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And I just want to say, Justin, like I truly appreciate you stopping by, uh, catching up, you know, talking a little Raider football, but then on top of that, talking about like, talking about the Hokies. I, you know, I'm <laughs> Like I don't mind my uh, you know, my, I'm trying. I'm trying to be loyal. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> trying to be split loyal here, but um, yeah, no, yeah. seriously though, man, I'm super proud of you. And I, I'll say Thank this till I'm blue in the face, for a guy you know to come out of a mid county or any person to come out of a mid county and show that they can do something. You know, a lot of the times the kids in the county get the mindset that you get stuck in the mid county and that's where you got to be for the rest of your life, or you there's nothing outside of a mid county. But you and a couple of others that, you know, I've seen out there have shown and laid a pathway to say, hey, look, you know, when you say you're a small school guy, you know, you're a small county guy. Look where I'm at. I'm at Tech, one of the best uh, college football programs in the nation. OK. And so, you know, thank you for being that guy in life for a lot of kids. Uh, thank you for showing a million, um, you know, uh, kids that they can go out there and do this, man. We we appreciate you, man. Keep keep rocking and rolling. That's all, that's all I want to do is just leave, um, pay the road for somebody else's arrival. That's all awesome. I want to do. That's awesome. All right. Now, everybody, before we go, just a quick reminder on Sunday, my girl Candace Cooper is coming on one-on-one -on -one for episode 68, the host of the Locked In on ACC podcast. So, you know, we might have to bring up a little bit about tech in this podcast <laughs> as she, she talks uh, all ACC. So Candace will be on with us on Sunday. Once again, everybody, I am Darrell Owens. This is my man, Justin Pollock. Make sure you check out Virginia Tech football this year. And we, we love you all. You take care. And we will see y'all next time. Thank y'all. Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one.
When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the